0: Welcome back to the Brick Squad Podcast. This is episode five, and once again, I'm joined with my buddy Peyton. What's going on, Peyton?
1: Hi, Lance. How are you?
0: Good. It's becoming kind of a theme for us on Mondays, getting together, doing this podcast. I kind of I like know. It. I kind
1: of like it. I I'm like
0: it. I'm trying to get this schedule worked out to where I'm on an actual podcast schedule, but things have been kind of crazy for me right now. But yeah, we definitely got some things to talk about today on the podcast. Lots of new music coming out as I discussed on a, a Sunday's episode, or what was that? Friday's episode. Um, and then we also have the debacle of the Astro World Festival to talk about. I was actually excited for that, but then it's kind of gone down. And then
1: tragedy yep. struck.
0: Yep. And then we also have, as I mentioned on the uh, Friday episode, we also have the kanye West interview, probably his most candid interview that I've ever Easily. seen Easily. in my life he was he was not uh he was not shy let's say in the interview oh no, definitely not.
1: I feel like it's always good when you get to hear an artist say things like that, even though it may be controversial It's good to hear you know yeah. hear them speak their mind
0: it, it it's definitely entertaining to watch it, to listen to it. And especially when it's Kanye, everybody's going to be tuned into it. But, oh, definitely. Yeah, we're going to start off with some of the new music that we've listened to uh, so far. We obviously have the two Travis Scott tracks, Escape Plan and Mafia. Uh, what did you think Wait. of those two tracks?
1: Um. Okay, so it, I honestly forgot that they dropped at first because uh, I was just so focused on Amina dropping. Yep. which obviously we'll talk about that but um i definitely thought that escape plan was better than mafia i thought i think they're both good in their own right but
0: yeah
1: i was really definitely feeling more escape plan
0: i escape plans more of like that is more of like that turn up song you could you could categorize it as a, exactly the more it's the more hype song after two i actually preferred mafia a little bit better and the reason is uh, it was kind of like that that slower paced Travis Scott vibe. And that's kind of my personal favorite um Travis Scott song. But also the little cameo from J. Cole in the end of that song.
1: Right. I really enjoyed right. it. I, was,
0: I remember hearing it for the first time. It was like 2, 3 a.m. when I was listening to it. And I was like laying there and I had to get on Genius like right away. I was like, is that J. Cole? I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that's J. Cole. I was like, that's definitely not Travis Scott.
1: It was a nice little surprise.
0: But yeah, I thought the two, two songs were cool. But obviously... People have kind of almost forgotten about it at this stage because now. Yeah, we're
1: not, now we're not allowed to listen to them. Because now so. Travis
0: Scott's getting lawsuits <sighs> put against him, which yeah. we'll get into a little bit later. But then we also had a release from one of our personal uh, favorite artists to really listen to. Uh, Key Glock, the Yellow Tape 2, which is obviously Ooh. the second installment of his Yellow Tape series, the first tape dropping in 2020. And I was a big fan, actually, of that. Of that project that released in 2020, and this one, this one's pretty much the same. Uh, he, like I, I said, mean, yeah. uh, he br- he brings the energy throughout. Um, there's definitely with Key Glock. There's always a couple songs that are just kind of like that. Just really did not really need need to be on here or whatever. And
1: just some filler songs, definitely just some
0: filler song. And it's it's almost like that 20. What was it? 20 song project. Uh, I feel like could have been shortened a little bit down to even like 12. <laughs> That's songs.
1: exactly what I'm saying. Like, I feel like a lot of artists, especially like him, his case, or like, or even Gucci or Young Dolph, you know, like the mm-hmm. trap artists, uh, they always try to put out like longer length albums. And I feel like their their sweet point would probably be like ten to twelve songs.
0: Yeah, and that's what that's what I'm saying. Uh, even with Donda, in a way, um, even though I I know we both really like Donda a lot, and I still it's too the long day, rumored to be coming out with a deluxe very soon as well. Um uh, which Kanye kind of previewed gave us a little insight in on that interview yeah. I feel like I feel like even with just uh, like albums in general, Drake's even done this in the past, future's done this these twenty track oh, yeah. albums where it's like, okay, I see what you're trying to do here, but it's like they could definitely be condensed a little bit, and i I my personal favorite albums tend to be those shorter albums because it's like. just feel way more connected to them in a way when you're listening to a full album in length You some of the tracks kind of blend in a little bit together and it's just like exactly you could have condensed it a little bit but at the same time music's very personal so if these artists enjoy those tracks and they want to make long projects obviously they can do what they want but just personally i i i enjoy the the shorter project i don't know how did you feel the same way
1: oh yeah definitely i mean so we can uh, talk about kanye like obviously donda is you know phenomenal and and all that but uh my personal favorite album is Jesus, and that's a short album too it's short right. to the point he gets his message across he gets like an idea together a storyline and it's not like this dragged out thing there's no filler songs i don't feel like in that album
0: yeah and also you know, with like 808 and heartbreak uh it's it's another one of those albums that's not necessarily very lengthy and you can listen it's, to yeah. it and uh in like a shorter amount of time, and you feel you you feel like you get to know the songs a little bit easier at first as well. And a lot of times, people base albums off of first, second, third listens. But then, once you really get into those first couple listens, after that, it's kind of hard to really break into certain albums if they're if they're very lengthy. And I feel like exactly. if Key Glock would just shorten it a little bit, and I kind of like what he does with his albums. He doesn't really have many features. Obviously, he has the collab projects with Young Dolph, but just. Just those little shorter, shorter albums from him. I feel like well, I, I would personally be more of a fan of, and I feel like a lot more people would. Uh, but he definitely produces the content. That's for sure.
1: I mean, yeah, he he gets to the point. Like he still he still does his work. Yeah. He still makes good music.
0: Yeah, ab- absolutely. But yeah, but that would be my only flaw towards him is just just shorter projects. Um, definitely. And then we have the anniversary edition of True Religion by Two Chains with two new tracks on there uh obviously the the newest track with Big Sean uh Big Sean also been in the news lately after the Kanye comment saying and that was interesting to me because afterwards Big Sean's come out and said that Kanye still owes him six million dollars from right the record label deal and sometimes it's almost like who can you believe when you're talking about artists beefing with each other because everybody has their side and uh
1: exactly Personally. only those two really know like what's going on
0: yeah and i feel in, like, like their
1: teams or whatever
0: i feel like big sean and kanye west have been kind of similar with with beefs they've had in the past with certain artists and i always thought kanye and big sean were like always kind of close together but then i was that's dare. what
1: i i thought the same thing because kanye obviously you know signed him so yeah
0: and then that uh that feature big sean has on mercy uh from what was that like 2011 <laughs> that was yeah that, that's a pretty memorable feature from him probably his arguably biggest feature of all time and like i,
1: I would say so but yeah. i mean a lot of people that was like their biggest feature like him and two chains probably their yeah. biggest feature
0: <laughs> yeah that's true that songs that song's a classic for sure Easily. and then we got we obviously have the amine project that we talked about that we were both very excited what did what did you think what did you think about this project because i know uh he released charmander the single uh a little bit before and you said you weren't the biggest fan on it what do you you think of the project now
1: i mean i'm all for artists you know changing up their sound experimenting because you know nobody wants to be a da baby and make the same music over and over and over again exactly um but i don't know if i like the direction he's taking it on this one there were a few like when he actually raps i think it's a great eplp mixtape, whatever he wants to call it uh but as for, like, the high-pitched tones and, like, the, you know, the high-pitched instruments and all that, I'm not a, I'm not the biggest fan of it. It's not awful, but I yeah. just can't get into all that.
0: And I feel like something that Amine always used to do so well was he he was still creative in his music. He was creating, like, that new sound uh, of, like, like that up-and-coming, up-and-coming sound from, like, the 2017, 2018 times, obviously, um, like – you got songs like like when caroline came out and then just songs on that album was like so unique and you could tell amina had his own style and now he's still trying to continue with that but it's almost like he's getting away from that he he was always like that it, that like gloomy type of rap like that kind of sad rap almost in a way yeah. on a couple of the songs but then on others he had like like the melodies the jingles all that that were real catchy and i really enjoyed that from amine and now over time he's kind of he's kind of changed as a person as well i could say he's he's a lot different art like a lot different person than he was when he came up um
1: right which everybody grows up and you know yeah. everybody changes
0: like good for you i i don't think will ever change that will probably always be my favorite album of his unless uh something changes because um Obviously, the hit "Caroline" came out. I'm a big fan of the song "Spice Girl," very catchy song. Um, Love that song. "Wedding Crashers" with Offset, I always thought was an interesting song because that was around the time when Migos released "Culture," and there was a lot of hype. And I mm-hmm. didn't really see Aminé and the Migos really fitting together a whole lot, but having a feature with Offset that did that he he was phenomenal in that song as well. And then no, oh, definitely. Uh, the song that we really liked at the time I remember when it came out was Turf.
1: Dude, and that's kind of like, I thought, that, you had, I thought you had forgotten about that song. I thought mm-hmm. you were just going to skip right over that
0: one. Oh, no, that, that is, that is, see, it's hard. I think that could potentially be my favorite Amine song of all time. And I say that, cool. I say that because I was talking like that, that gloomy rap, but a, a better word would be that, that monotone rap. Like, mm-hmm not really putting too much energy in a song. And if nobody out there has ever heard Turf, it, it, it kind of starts off a little bit slow, but it's just-
1: Just it, just give it a sec. Just it, let it get through the intro and it's a great song.
0: It's a phenomenal song. I remember when the album came out and I was listening to it and I was like, man, this is, I, I could see Amina doing great. so much more with this song. And then once I got through that first part, I was like, wow, this song's phenomenal. And I even like the song uh, uh, Dakota with Charlie Wilson um, with the vocals he has in the back. I enjoy that. Um, it's, just, it's just a solid project in my opinion. And then obviously uh, when uh, 1.5 came out, uh, that was... He, he took it a little different direction. It was kind of like like what he was trying to do on
1: 2.5 with like the more like yeah. upbeat, jingly type stuff. But he's also rapping like he was on Good For You.
0: Yeah, I can I can see that too since 2.5 is pretty much I guess you could say the second installment of this album series. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like he I feel like the early fans of Aminé are have been so attached to that that good for you style that I I mean Limbo, I I enjoyed Limbo as well. I thought Limbo was decent.
1: But I think Limbo is my favorite Aminé album personally, yeah.
0: but I just have I don't know, it's just that you just get these like personal connections with certain albums. And I feel like right. for me, good for you is that album. And I just, every time I listen to it, like with music, especially for me, there'll be certain times. I listen to a certain album, certain song. And I think back to a time of my life, like what I was doing. And that's kind of that, that personal attachment feel that I talk about um, with certain artists music. And I just have that with, with the Meanies album. Good for you. Definitely. I
1: feel that one.
0: Yeah. And then um we obviously had a lot of singles releasing this week um summer walker r&b artist released a great album this week expected to sell a lot of albums as well this week i saw something that said over two hundred thousand this week so anybody who's really into r&b and uh summer walker is definitely an, a, a really big artist already but yeah i thought that i thought the music that released this week was solid obviously travis scott was is the biggest drop of the week and it's kind of been over because of his music obviously yeah and it's there was there was so much hype around his new project and now i don't know if it's called dystopia utopia anymore i'm not sure because it's something topia and the new show was supposed to be huge there was supposed to be tons of artists there it was supposed to be a very big party which obviously it was uh he even brought drake out for a surprise uh Mm-hmm. surprise appearance to perform a, some songs from his new album certified lover boy and then after the concert was i even watched a little bit of it on apple music they were they were streaming it and uh afterwards i heard about reports of somebody said they saw something like a hundred dead bodies and i was like that seems like a little bit of a stretch but the I guy mean, was, yeah. the guy who was posting uh, uh the videos of it he was like the uh, photographer at the show and you could you could s- visually see people being resuscitated on the ground. And the thing I find most scary about it all is the fact that there was videos of people like rushing the gate at the start. And mm-hmm. all I saw was three security guards there. And let's be honest, if there's thousands of kids trying to run into a concert and there's three security guards, there's not much they can really do.
1: Right, which, and something came out, I think it was... Uh... It was sometime like earlier today uh, that the police chief had talked to him and like warned him that yeah. you know that there was going to be like chaos.
0: Yeah, because and so uh, you,
1: you know you figured they would have like have it set up to where that wouldn't be possible if they were gonna know, if they knew it was gonna happen.
0: Exactly, and I even saw where Travis Scott put out something before the show, um, saying that he finessed uh, some more tickets for people to get in, even though the the advisors that it was sold out. That, they, that that he probably shouldn't do that. And even at the start of the show, the amount of people that was there for that, which it wasn't a small area by any means, but just the pure no. amount of people that was there because obviously Travis Scott, huge artist, his show is very hype, very electric, but he's had problems in the past where there's been incidents with the crowd where he's encouraged them uh, and there's been injuries. and
1: The rage.
0: Yeah. And I mean that's just the type of artist he is and I thought afterwards I saw the apology video that he that he made and I was he he just kept just yeah, like man it, it this kind dude of must have see. this dude's headache must be incredible right now with the amount that he's uh <laughs> he's holding his head but I was yeah. like I saw that Roddy Rich a person who performed there said he's going to donate uh the money he made from the show to the victim's families but yeah as of right now I saw there 's been eight people die and the youngest one uh, was 14 years old so sad man that's really sad to see really I even sad. saw I even saw like five six seven year old kids up on people's shoulders I was like wow um,
1: yeah I've read things about that too like and there's been artists really uh, shoulders trying to see
0: I don't know how many people out there listen to uh he was formerly known as uh, Jay I don't know but now he's just known as I don't know IDK on uh Apple music and uh, You've listened to him a little bit, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's uh his new album that came out this year. I loved it. Yeah, it's phenomenal. He he he's a good artist. He's kind of one he's still like kind of underground rap too right now. And it's it's interesting because yeah. he, he's kind of broken in the mainstream, but uh he's still not quite there yet. But I uh, I really enjoy his music. And he even said uh before his show the other day that uh telling people just to kind of look out for each other in the crowd and take care of one another because at the end of the day when these artists are performing you're there to have a good time and not really exactly. have it's any not any be death. trampled and i i also saw where there was a man who uh was injured at the concert um saying that there's a he's filing a lawsuit against travis scott and like suing him so yeah i think i think there's two lawsuits now actually yeah, i wouldn't expect a, a new travis scott album for a little while <laughs> oh yeah i don't think we're getting that no or but... maybe maybe you know what maybe we'll double down and then be like all right Coming out anyway. <laughs> use uh, use all this as uh, a good time to release an album. No, but uh, one of the most disturbing things I saw was actually a video of there was like two guys or two kids, I should say, being like resuscitated on the ground, and Travis mm-hmm. is on like a speaker doing the robot or something. I'm like, like, I was like, man, like he's, like, he's got to see that, and he's got to. There, yeah, there's no way he doesn't. You gotta you got to almost at that point kind of stop this show and just tell everybody like, yeah, this is getting out of hand. And they said, I saw something where it said uh, that the, the people who were there uh, like the life squad, like golf carts that they had, I think people were like on top of them, like not allowing them to drive away. I was like, that's kind of scary. Exactly. And I saw where it's sad, man. since there was like no security, people were like getting drugs in there. People were being like injected with a drug i'm not exactly yeah i saw something true, about that too how true that was but uh yeah that's just scary and it's, it's like, crazy uh, if true yeah that's that's wild but but even the question i do have is if the police chief is going to warn somebody about the amount of people that's going to be there don't you think they'd have more security there in the first place to like almost double down on the amount of people that's going to be there that that's what kind of i mean you me.
1: would think so at least but i think i yeah i definitely read something earlier that uh the venue that they played at Live Nation or whatever, yeah, uh, they've been responsible for like a bunch of injuries and a bunch of deaths and like, yeah, since like 2007 or something like that. I think it's like in the 700s.
0: Yeah, I saw that uh, uh, or something like that. I saw they made like they made something like, uh, so far either this year or last year made like 2.9 billion dollars. And I didn't realize how big Live Nation was, but I was I was reading up on that and I was I like, say, I feel
1: oh. like I've never heard about it, but they've
0: had they've had so many, I, I was reading like last night and they've had so many issues with previous, uh, previous events that they've had there. And I was like, I, I don't understand how they can keep hosting things with the amount of problems that they've had. That uh, it's kind of wild to me, to be honest. Money
1: talks, I guess.
0: Yeah, that is true. That's true. And that concert made a lot of money and had a lot of mm-hmm. eyes on it, but I'm surprised the amount of security that they don't have. I, and now Travis Scott concerts are going to be, uh, heavily, uh, heavily, uh, enforced security uh, at because <laughs> of these events. And he's even had incidents in the past with with police and stuff at his concerts. But
1: yeah, I don't- Yeah, like- I mean, his concerts are like kind of known for being crazy, which like, it, that doesn't justify it at all or anything. No, but yeah. And like they are known for being very
0: chaotic. Yeah. And I'm not necessarily somebody who I would consider myself a concert go or anything. I'm more somebody who would just sit there and watch a live stream of it because generally i'm just not somebody who really i'm not i, I guess you couldn't so i guess you would call me a non-rager in travis scott since <laughs> yeah something like that all of uh, his fans that attend the concerts but like i've just never really had a reason i felt like to go uh i like i like watching the concerts and obviously in cincinnati we don't have too many uh concerts yeah nobody
1: yeah, nobody big comes to cincinnati ever but. yeah
0: but definitely at these bigger venues, though, where there's unless a-
1: you're a fan of country music, then
0: everybody loves going to be there. Oh my gosh, uh, underage girls with uh, underage girls with alcohol—that's uh,
1: <laughs> that's all Riverbend is.
0: <laughs> Riverbend, wow. I've been—I've actually been there a couple times, and uh, yeah, uh, the concert uh, <laughs> get being out on the lawns and experience—I'll say that. I mean, yeah, it is pretty cool, but
1: I feel like it'd be, it would definitely be better, you know, with a with a hip hop artist.
0: Oh yeah, I'm just uh, just living in a in a country area, yeah, hip hop artist. But it was interesting because Lil Baby and Lil Dirk went to NKU, and I was like, wow, yeah, that's a, uh, that's actually huge. I, I I didn't see an artist like that because Travis Scott's been to River Bend before. Him and uh, him and Khalid performed there in like 2017, 2018, and. Hmm. Uh, uh the Migos were supposed to perform there around the same time but no
1: yeah and then they never showed up
0: Then they just never showed up yeah yeah but yeah getting into what we talked about earlier this Kanye West interview and I I I was kind of thrown off by the the two hours plus that it was I was like am I really Mm -hmm. gonna want to watch this whole thing what are we about to get into and I started watching it and it was interesting because I've never watched Drink Champs. I've never really watched uh, Revolt. Yeah, Team. I
1: mean, I think this might have been like the first, maybe I've heard of it before, but I've definitely like forgotten about it.
0: Yeah, and they uh, I've never actually seen, they, they obviously probably, I like I said, I don't know a whole lot about Drink Champs, but it seems like it, seems like it is centered around uh, three, four, however many guys are there uh, just having a drink with each other, discussing things, uh, talking about music. And they said the biggest thing is giving people – their flowers while they're here giving people their recognition uh before it's too late that's what they said their their big thing was and uh yeah kanye did not disappoint in the interview i was, oh I was, no it was definitely entertaining uh giving out saying that him and kim aren't divorced that uh he's never seen paperwork yeah exactly. he's never
1: seen the papers
0: uh talking about uh how he doesn't actually own a home He's worth what did he say nine billion dollars and he doesn't actually mm-hmm. own a house. Uh, that was that was Which kind of crazy but you can definitely tell that though the man lived at Mercedes Benz for like a month and a half, paying what was it a million dollars a day or something to
1: yeah I'm pretty sure it was something like
0: that yeah stay there and then he was talking about obviously the Big Sean controversy where they said uh, Big Sean or Pusha T. And uh, he went over and grabbed the Halloween decoration grave. And he was like, uh, "On oh, my grave, I'm going to have... I'm here because of Big Sean. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow. that's." A- I mean, I
1: like Big Sean, man. but Yeah,
0: I, 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 I've never really had a problem with Big Sean. He's like that artist that when he drops, you listen to his music. But it's like, Big Sean's just there. He's like, doesn't really cause too many issues, I feel like, with... Uh, like, I don't have many issues yeah. with Big Sean. I've never really... I just thought he's always been a good artist, but it's like um, now, obviously all the Kanye big Kanye fans out there are going to be looking at Big Sean different now, but um, yeah. obviously talking about uh, Drake, uh, saying that Drake's the type of guy to, if you buy a house, in a neighborhood, move to your neighborhood. He's
1: gonna, for, yeah. He's going to live five. Text houses, every woman no, in your family. I thought, text every woman Text every one of your friends, women.
0: And he, uh, he said that uh, what I find interesting about Kanye is he said that he will put people in a group chat and just like say like he's richer than all of them. Which I mean, that's, that's some crazy confidence. Emphasis on crazy. That is wild. Like he said, what did he say? He had like, he said, especially Jay-Z, he talked about, even he talked about Travis Scott. He's like, "Yeah, I like Travis Scott, but don't lie, Travis." But he, he, it's just a
1: mix. Travis Scott is just a mix of him, ASAP Rocky, and uh, I forget who the third person was. But yeah, just a mix of those three. And I was like, yeah.
0: oh, "All right." <laughs> like, yeah, I like Travis, but uh, don't lie, Travis. You kind of stole stole my style or whatever. And yeah. I mean, you could say that about a lot of people though, because Kanye was really that first person who was producing, writing music, making music. I'll just say Got Kanye is like one of the one of the biggest influencers, uh,
1: not only music wise, but you know, everything, clothes, whatever, Uh, at least of our generation.
0: And honestly, people, I mean, people who's listening uh, right now, like, even if you don't like Kanye as honest, you can't, you obviously, you probably can't lie that you've looked at his shoes before. And you're like, wow, I kind of, I, I could see myself getting a pair of those even though the price some of them are a little odd looking no oh, yeah absolutely but, but that that is what Kanye West is in a nutshell It's just different
1: in right that, he's always trying to create and innovate something different
0: like like for a while I've been wanting to get a pair of the the Yeezy slides and I'm like I don't know if I want to pay $140 for a pair of flip-flops but like yeah but they're nice looking they're cool oh yeah and he's he's that type, he's that type of artist who like, he's all, I feel like when he's 60 years old, you're still going to be hearing about Kanye West. Cause like Jay-Z's kind of like taking the spotlight off him in a sense. And he comes back every now and again with a feature for a song or a project or something like that. But I feel like Kanye is always going to want to keep himself out there because he's just, he's just so built up on himself in a way. Like even in the interview, he was talking like, like saying how great he okay. was, and I was like, "This is this is the kind." He of the is the
1: next Picasso.
0: That this is everybody. Everybody else
1: has. Everybody else that's compared to him is already dead. Steve Jobs, Walt <laughs> Disney.
0: He was talking <laughs> about him getting on the uh, the versus uh, show on Apple Music, and they said they said who who would go up against you? And he's like, "Well, they need to get three or." It's four gonna be people. like a month long thing. Yeah, he's like, they're gonna need to get three or four people to go up against me. And then there were. I mean, talking, he's not—he's well, not wrong though. He's actually not wrong. Like with his discography that he has, I mean, who's going out? What artist is who? so obviously the obvious person? The obvious two people here is either Jay Z or Drake, as he as they stated in the interview. And mm-hmm. so, if Kanye puts out "Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy," Drake would then have to put out "Take Care," probably but i mean the difference between those two albums that's what i'm saying is like it's not even close and then even if you go jay-z and the problem with going kanye and jay-z is they've been so linked together but jay-z's music is generally more older than kanye's music is because right it's a different it's a different style definitely yeah and it was like 1994 like he's still making music today but it's like that prime Jay-Z was from, like, 94 to, like, 2005, 2006. Mm-hmm. And that Kanye's from 2004 to 2013 is, like, the prime Kanye. Easily. And I just – like he said, I don't think there would be really anybody who would go up against him. Drake would be that obvious choice right now because of the controversy. But, I mean, he,
1: but he's only got the hits. He doesn't have the production. He doesn't really – I mean, he
0: kind of has the features, but – That is true, yeah. Him, him and Drake and Future just don't miss that's a fact that's fact. that's a fact but fact. i also found it interesting because kanye was talking like like he was obviously dissing jake sometimes and like having uh poking some fun at drake but he was also like i, I don't think kanye really ever really beefs with anybody i think kanye, i don't think
1: any of these rappers really beef like that though
0: because like drake and Meek miller are like cool now I like Eddie. that's what
1: i'm saying like, like they're all I, just like trying to create a buzz around themselves i
0: think kanye literally i think kanye is uh by like so bipolar that one day he will just wake up and be like no i love drake and then the next day because he said he liked the like the song tsu off his album and tried to like
1: yeah he wanted that beat
0: he wanted the beat or whatever and i feel like uh uh he actually doesn't really beef with anybody because he's because he says he's beefed with jay-z but now he says jay-z's my boss like i love jay-z i couldn't do anything to jay-z and i'm like yeah it's definitely that bipolar but yeah uh part two of that interview is dropping later this week and i actually don't know how much longer they can really go on on it like two and a half what could be like another three hours or what, something? what should be another three hours kanye was kanye was getting a little uh or i should we should really be saying yay right now because technically that's his legal name oh yeah i forgot he changed his name i'm not gonna i'm probably never gonna not call him kanye that's just that's just what yeah what I it's his name but yeah he was getting kind of getting kind of wild towards the end of the interview. I don't know how much longer they can go. Honestly, like that's wild. I I guess we'll find out if it drops. Absolutely. But yeah, so that's pretty much the rundown from what's happened over the weekend. It was, it was an eventful weekend with the new music. And then obviously Kanye's interview, but all that's been since overshadowed by Astro Fest and hopefully, uh, Mm -hmm. everything gets worked out there. And, uh, the families who lost a loved one are, uh, are, uh, in a, because you're never really going to be repaid for the loss of life, but hopefully they're, uh, they're, uh, taken care of, uh, in that way. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode. Peyton, anything else you want to say?
1: No, sir. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Yes, sir.
0: And we might be back, uh, later this week or obviously next week. So, yeah, sounds good. See y'all later.
1: All right. See you.